scientifically proven to be the world's greatest podcast. Alongside Stacy, I'm Ben Stacy. How are you? I'm doing all right. And where do the scientists come from exactly? All over the world. We're talking about people from like Geneva. And they have nothing else better to do than to discuss which podcast is best. They monitor the world's podcast. They are actually the three people who listen to BS Factor. Oh, thank you, scientists. So thank you to our fans out in Geneva. (laughs) Thank you. Stacey, are are you keeping up with uh, the news? You're keeping up with the world of, uh, well, of society in general? I try to. There's a lot of society out there. See, I'm, I'm very, very excited right now because I have this opportunity coming up. And I'm trying to prepare myself for it. Uh, I, and I hope that you don't mind if I take a moment here to just explain my situation. Please explain your situation. Okay. I always want to know I, what your situation I received, is. I'm, I'm going to tell you. Okay. I received a call last night. I am being offered the chance to audition to be the new judge on The X Factor. You and everybody else. No, me. Oh, They sorry, called you. me. You. Mm-hmm. Simon Cowell yep. called me. Okay. And he said, we're firing everybody. Yes, true. We want BS Factor exposure. Okay. Then, come on in. And that's how he's going to get exposure. On BS Factor. And our three listeners will... Appreciate that. They will, they will like it. it sounds good. Because I think I could be as good a judge as Nicole Scherzer's. Scherzer's? Scherzer? Yeah. Or maybe you could be the host, like that Steve Jones was. Uh, I'm pretty sure... Ryan Seacrest is going to take that job, too. You think so? He takes every job. That seems like a lot of jobs, though. Yeah, he does a lot of entertainment gigs. I mean, he does, but he's already doing, like, the American Idol. It's very similar to each other. Yeah, but they're in different times of the year. Yeah, but you keep... They don't really overlap. You might say Nicole Scherzinger, but you can't be as good as Paul Abdul. I'm as good as... (laughs) Stacey, I'm as good as Paul Abdul. By the way, for those who, who haven't heard the news, and if you haven't, well, you know, get in the now. Yes. The Simon Cowell Show X Factor, which premiered back in September, and which will have its second season, I guess, next September. Yep. So it does. Uh, it. Mm-hmm. They got uh, rid of two of their four judges. The two women. The two women. And the host, Steve Jones. Now, I understand getting rid of the host, because you know that what? That was a long time coming. You know what? First of all, it's too British. You can't have Simon and a British host. It's think, too much. I think that's what Simon actually had said in his... Uh, when. It, this press conference came out a couple of days ago. Too much Britishness? Yes. Is that even a word, Britishness? No, he didn't probably say that. You just said I know. that. But well, he I'm didn't saying. say that. He did too many, too many Brits. While we both agree, I think, that Nicole Scherzers and uh, Paula Abdul were completely useless on the show. Right. Paula was useless on American Idol. Sure, she had a little charm. Okay. So it's not as if anyone was expecting either of these two chicks to be particularly interesting. I mean, they're there for people to look at. Nicole, I was fed up with with that. If you don't watch X Factor, Nicole had a choice between saving this girl, this like twelve-year-old girl, or letting it go to the public to decide who, if she would go home or not. To break it to the judge's tie. To break tie. So instead of making the correct call, which was to save this girl, she said she couldn't make the decision because against another guy, and she decided to let it go to the public, who would then. Got rid of her. And you feel that one incident is probably what led to her ouster? Easily. That was the most disturbing amount of TV. This little 12-year-old girl was, like, breaking down on television. The, Nicole's, like, like freaking out. It was dis- it was very disturbing to Well, watch. that makes for good television, though. That's good reality TV right there. Right, but there was so much hatred that came her way, and she, the, Paula and her had gotten death threats. Well, that's it was, insane. I, it's very insane. So I think they just want somebody who will actually make a decision. So you're saying they want a judge who will actually do some judging? Yeah, that's not too like hard to like figure out. Is and it? and we know that Paula from her days on American Idol, she doesn't judge. No, she doesn't judge. She's just there. She likes what people wear and stuff. All right, so 
we know who's out. The question now is who's going to be in. Right. And my personal feeling uh-huh. is that they're going to bring in Mariah Carey. Before season one happened, when they were just putting the show together, wasn't initially rumored that she was going to be one of the judges? And then she uh, got pregnant? Um, there might have been something to that. I know that Simon really wanted her to be on the show. Every time he tried, she, she couldn't make it. So that's my guess, is that she, they'll try again with her. Now, I heard recently that there might have been an offer extended to uh, Beyonce. Uh, yeah, but I don't see that actually happening, though. Why not? First of all, she just had a kid. Right. And second of all, I think she's more in her prime... I'm not saying Mariah Carey's over. I'm just saying that I think Beyonce's more in her prime than Mariah Carey is. You're saying she still has a, more touring ahead of her and more albums to Yeah, I think Mariah, Mariah Carey's Carey more of settled. a... Settled. She, she's more of a greatest hits type singer now. In my opinion. I mean, she had a couple a good album a few years ago, but I feel she's more settled, and I think that doing this would be a good opportunity. Well, that makes sense. So you're, you're saying that it'll be Mariah Carey and probably uh, some no-name? Oh, another female. They're going to have to have two females somehow, so... What about for host? You don't think Seacrest? You don't think he's going to take the... Double duty? No, I don't. He said duty. Yeah. I think uh, they're going to just find somebody new. Well, uh, and that's that could be why they want me to come in and audition. Speaking of auditions, ah, uh, segue. We are right in the midst of American Idol now. I mean, it's well underway. The auditions are complete. We're into Hollywood round now, that's, yes? Yes, that's, that's right. And for our sister blog, which follows it uh, every week, twice a week, uh, what is it? Idol be the judge. Yes. Dot com. Dot blogspot.com. Blogspot. Com. The mm-hmm. people at Idol be the judge, namely Stacy, who runs it and writes it and Edits it. makes it her own. Yes. You follow this intricately. I'm more of an outsider. You're an insider. You know the dish. You know what's going on. You know what's happening on American Idol day in and day out. So I'm going to ask you because I'm somebody who used to be a big American Idol fan, particularly when it started out. And this year, I think I've watched all of five minutes of the entire really? season so far because I just can't stand the audition rounds in particular. Tell me why I should be watching season 10, is it? 11. Ele- oh, jeez. Now I do feel old. I do too. Season 11, man. Okay, why should I be watching season 11? What's good about it? I think there's a lot of talent out there. I think they've only pimped out a few uh, few contestants. I think they've pretty much um, stabilized them. Last year, I remember there were several contestants that the judges and the producers mainly were trying to pimp, pretty much. You know what I mean by pimping? Uh, you know, put a lot of hype on. Put a lot of hype on. And what happens is you get so... You, you kind of reverse your Name thinking. one of them from last year that you think was over overdone. They did that with Lauren Elena. They she made it all the way to the end, though. I know. Despite her... Her, her pimping by the producers, and I think they did that with Scotty. Obviously, once they and got he won. His, I'm trying to say. Well, no, but I'm, I, well, I'm, I should clarify then. What I'm asking you is, give me the name of somebody that they pimped, in your words, very early on, and like in this part of the season that actually made it far into the contest. I just said it too. Oh, you're saying they started uh, pimping these two in like audition rounds? Yeah, Lauren. Lauren, they had brought like. Her parents in, and she was singing a Stephen Tyler song, and all these different things. They were pimping her oh, way in the audition. You know what? Rounds. I remember that when she sang the Stephen Tyler song, and she and he started singing with her and all that. That's right. The, Ar- the Aerosmith song. That's right. And that's when Scotty was doing his "Baby Lock Them Doors" and blah blah blah. Oh, you the know? song he sang like ten times. Yes. So what are you talking about? They, they pimp those people hard, and then you know, not and then talking about season nine, they always pimp somebody. So I'm saying this season, it's I'm, open field. It's, it's, I think it's an open field. Well, now, see, now you see how I went to the good stuff first. I'd say, just give me something good about the season. Okay? Because I'm trying to be a glass half full kind of guy right now. Because there is a reason that I've stopped watching the show. Yeah. 
And it's very clear. The reason I stopped watching the show is I can't stand the judges anymore. Nobody has an opinion. Nobody's Nobody gives any constructive criticism. It's all just, oh, yes, great, great. And even if the person stinks and they'd get rid of him, oh, but come back next time because we still like you. And you know, screw this. At least Simon would tell you, hey, what are you doing here? Don't waste our time. Get out. Uh, one thing that X Factor has totally over American Idol, there's conflict at the judges' table. There's dissension. Not everybody agrees. You feel a little, there's some awkwardness. There's tension. And that makes for good television. Having three people on the same panel who are all just kissing each other's butts is not good television. It might it's Sesame Street. It's good for little kids to watch, but that's not who's the primary target audience is. Right, but it also sometimes became too much of the judges and not enough of the contestants in hearing their voice, especially with the overproduced hype um, and sound and loudness of the X Factor. So I give American Idol credit for that. I wish it, they could combine the two. Actually. Well, but you're forgetting in the X Factor, the judges are actually part of the competition. They're not I, that's just. Why I don't like. I don't like that. Well, but that it's a different show. That's why it's different from American Idol. That's kind of what I liked. That makes for great TV. You don't have that kind of stuff going on with American Idol. Not anymore. There's no controversy. There's nothing. There's no controversy. But isn't sometimes don't you just want to have a really good voice, have a really good singer? Isn't that what they're looking for? Absolutely. Also, also. Absolutely, but the fact of the matter is, I don't think they've actually produced one of those since Carrie Underwood about seven years ago. That's right. Now, Stacey, let me ask you something. If the people who are out there listening to this podcast in Podland right now are listening after the big Super Bowl game has been played, let me ask you this. How, what, did you enjoy the Super Bowl? It was great. Or, it sucked. No. Well, you know who was really good? That team from New Orleans. <laughs> was really, really good. Yeah, that and, quarterback threw the ball real well. And uh, if you're listening to this before the Super Bowl has been played, well, we hope for a good game. That's right. See, we're making it accessible to everybody. Hey, see, what is on, because this is always a big deal year after year at the Super Bowl, because this year the show, uh, the network that airs Super Bowl is NBC. That's right. What was chosen to be the show that goes on right after the Super Bowl? The Voice. With the, Christina Aguilera. Christina Aguilera Adam and... Adam Levine. Oh, and CeeLo. CeeLo and Blake do pe- Shelton. Do people still like CeeLo? Yeah, sure. So do they, I don't hear that song that he used to sing anymore. Oh, I hear it the The F.U. song? Yeah, I heard it the other day. Remember they used to be on like every five minutes on the radio somewhere in the car? Well, sure. Be, I mean, that was during, what, last summer or so. Well, how does that go Four. again? See you driving around town with the girl I love and I lie, forget you. Exactly, that's how it goes. I, I, I like that. That's a good. That's a dynamite clip by Stacy right there. Thanks. <laughs> Let me ask you. Uh, the Voice, that was a pretty successful show, yes? Pretty successful, especially for NBC. Did you watch it? I did watch it. I See, I didn't watch it at all because they, it was a summer show last year. They single-handedly have the best audition rounds. But that, then the rest of the show kind of sucks. That's the show where the judges... It's a blind audition. They turn their backs to the stage so they can't see what the singer looks like when they hear them. There's that. And then what's even cooler is that if more than one one judge turns around... Then the contestant becomes the judge, and they have to pick which one they want to have as a mentor. That's very cool. So you're saying that it's innovative in how they're doing it. They're trying to change up the format of the uh, reality singing competition show a little yes. bit. Yes. I think American Idol has the best live audition, live rounds. I think 
The Voice has the best audition rounds, and I think X Factor has like like pretty good middle rounds. You think the X Factor is a good combination show? In some ways. And you think, and the stars who uh, Christina Aguilera and Adam Levine from Maroon Five, yeah. Oh, remember him? Remember that? What happened to Maroon Five? No, they're still pretty hot right now. What are you talking about? I remember, like, remember that year. Uh, this love has taken. You don't know this song? Which one? Check it out, talking now, know you. Uh, kiss me till you're drunk and I'll show you all the moves, my Jagger. I've got the moves, my Jagger. I've got the moves, my Jagger. Uh. You haven't heard that before? No. Stacey, you know I don't listen to that devil's music. Oh, please. Poor Christina Aguilera, by the way, Stacey. She's, she's having a rough go of it these days. Well, let's go in chronological order here. Uh, about a year ago at the Super Bowl, she sang the national anthem, yes, in yes. Dallas, and yes. she forgot the part of the words. Yes. Which and is common these days. These, these people don't remember well, the words. Steven Tyler a few weeks ago at Cindy the Lauper Patriots did, game. Cindy Lauper did at the U.S. Open. A lot of things. You'd think when you're only, it's like, you know, when you're only going out to sing one song, you learn the one song. So she forgot the words to the national anthem. All right, it happens. It does happen. Then last year at the Grammy Awards, she's singing with a bunch of uh, other great female singers, including Jennifer Hudson, including Jennifer Hudson of American Idol fame. Hey, look how it all circular. Uh, and I guess at one point, Christina's trying to hit one of those high notes where she lifts her arm into the air really high, like she's, she's in that like swagger move. Yeah, you know? right, right. Yeah. And she, I guess, accidentally she kind of fell on her ass. Yes. Right on stage there in the middle of the song. Uh, I think it was more towards the end of the song. Yeah. And uh, Jennifer Hudson was standing next to her, and instead of trying to, you know, like keep her from falling, she just kind of looked at her and she pointed. Her, and she kind of helped her up, but not really. <laughs> it was kind of a. And you, again, you, again, you say, well, you know what? Accidents do happen like mm-hmm. that. So you forget the words to the American uh, national anthem. You forget. You, know, you forget to. Keep, you don't keep. You fall keep on your ass yeah. in the uh, mm-hmm. at the Grammys. Stacy, and I. Do you know where I'm going with this? Do you, do you have any idea where I'm going with this? Maybe. All right. So I, uh, uh, I guess about a week or two ago, they had the funeral for the great jazz singer Etta James. And Christina Aguilera performed a song. Her fi- Etta James' famous song, At Last. Okay, she sang it. Did you watch it? Up, uh, uh, did you see it at the performance? I saw the clip. I thought she sounded very good. Okay. Now, Stacy, upon closer inspection... And I'm, I will be the first to admit, I wasn't the first one to notice this. I got this from secondary sources and then did my own research after. I got it from tertiary sources, because I got it from you. <laughs> it was me after I had to mass email everyone I knew to tell them <laughs> about this. Stacy, apparently during the song, Christina was wearing uh, like a skirt, like a dress. Yeah, like a tight dress. That uh, kind of went to her knees. Yeah. And she had an accident. But not the kind of accident that one could, you know, laugh about. More the kind of accident that you're going to throw up from. Stacy. there were bodily fluids coming out of Christina Aguilera during that song yeah. that... I'm you, grossed you, out just sta- you saying this, honestly. Oh, and I'm a girl, but I can't handle this. It's like, you know, on Monday Night Football in the pregame show when they have that bit, come on, man! Yeah, yes, yeah. Remember yes, that yeah, bit, yeah, and they yeah. show like players doing stupid stuff during games. Yeah. Can we just throw? Can we throw that in here right now? Come on, man. Yeah, come on, man. Figure your stuff out. Come on, man. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. You know, can, is, this is the year 2012. Isn't there a way for? It would seem to me that there's at least decent ways for women to keep these things from happening because it doesn't seem like it should. It doesn't happen. 
Now, to be fair, and right on. Learn, Christina Aguilera's people, or whatever, uh-huh. have said that they believe that that uh, substance or whatever Stuff that was, that was on her, down her inner legs. was spray tan. Okay, and I'm gonna. Okay, you know what? Devil's advocate. Let's say it was spray tan. Okay. Say maybe she was all sweating from singing and the spray tan was just streaking down her legs sure, or whatever. Sure, sure, sure. Why wasn't it streaking down her arms or her face or her leg? Only in her, from her inner thighs down to her knees. I don't have an answer Stacey, because I'm not there. I'm glad I'm not there. Stacy. I'm glad I'm here. And that, that brings to mind, when, they, when you discuss the situation, not only does it bring to the question of why, but it brings the, so many like sub-questions like, what did she do wrong? Was she not wearing anything under the skirt? If she was wearing nothing under her skirt, you know, she's at a funeral. Yeah. She's pulling off a Britney Spears commando deal at a funeral. Yeah. A little modicum of, of respect. Some decorum. A little decorum. Can we not go commando at a funeral? Let me ask you, as, as a part of the female gender, which I guess you are, you are, but you are. I shouldn't even put it, make it sound like a question. You are female. Let me ask you, is there any advice you could give to Christina? Because we know she's listening right now. What could you say to her, uh, not only to make her feel better now, but to make to let her know how to help herself in the future? I would just recommend maybe the internet, Google. She, there's lots of ways to help yourself out. That's like what, what I would Google do. Google keyword what? Keyword, figure your stuff out. <laughs> Now, Stacy, on to more pleasant things because I'm about to throw up. Yeah. Okay. You, I know in particular, have been enjoying the second half of the TV season. Yes. Uh, for the most we, part. We, we, the first half is from September through early December. Then they take about a month off for the holidays and whatnot, and then all the shows come back on. Sure. You've been enjoying thus far the return of new TV shows. Some. Some. Uh, for instance, give me an idea. What has been your favorite show so far this season? Like, one of your returning favorite shows, something that you've been watching for years. Oh, the most consistently good show is Modern Family, obviously. Well, that is a good show, but uh, that's not what I was thinking of. I was thinking that we were going to be... I thought we were going to be on the same same wavelength, but obviously we're not. I thought you were going to be all excited about that uh, Grey's Anatomy uh, alternate reality universe show. No, I'm angry about that. You're angry about that? I'm angry about that. Stacey, now... I'm going to give you a chance now where I'm going to shut up, thank goodness, and let you rant for a moment. But before I do that, let me just say this. A gimmick show like that reeks of desperation, much like last year when they did the singing episode of the show, this year doing an alternate reality episode of the show. It reminds me of the final season of Seinfeld when they did that episode of the show backwards, Mm -hmm. where they showed the scenes in reverse order. Yeah. That means you've run out of ideas. We need a gimmick now to keep breathing life into a show. And only Seinfeld, Jerry knew uh, that that was the end, and he ended the show that season. Stacy, gimmicks, Grey's Anatomy, go. I think you said it right there. It's a gimmick. I understand it's season eight. They've had eight years of medical cases and people who've come, they've gone, tons of drama. I get it totally. But... That they waste an entire episode out of, you know, they only have you know, 22 episodes. They waste an entire episode on something that absolutely has no effect on the actual storylines at all. This is a a, a, sto- a show that has nothing to do with anything. That's where I get upset, Ben. It's a waste. 
In this one, Meredith, obviously the lead character, ha- is dreaming or something. They don't even really explain. She's of how things would have gone it's had a- certain things in her life been different. Exactly, and it ends up at the end, if you haven't seen it, but it ends up in the end... Spoiler that, alert. ...that pretty much... Everyone's where they would have been They anyway. would have been. Alex would still be a jerk. Christina and Meredith still would have been friends eventually. And then, you know, other things of that nature. So it's all, it was just a waste, waste. For those who don't know, Katherine Heigl, who left the show a couple of years ago because she wanted to be a big movie star because she was a knocked up, remember, with Seth Rogen? Yeah, she's that one movie where right, she wasn't even she, a main star. Like, and she thought that, that the success of that movie meant that she was uh, a big celebrity now. Right, she was the next Julia Roberts. So not only did she want, did she try to weasel her way off the show, but at one point she just didn't show up to work anymore. She didn't show up, and she criticized the writers. Remember that thing where she said that the writers didn't give her enough good, like, Emmy material or something? Right, so a couple years ago they finally just said, fine, get out, leave. We're letting you out of your contract, and they did. And she went off and did some very forgettable movies that nobody can really name anymore. Nope. And now, recently, as she's been promoting her most recent garbage movie. What is it called? Two for the Show or something like that. I have no idea. Remember she plays like a female bounty hunter or from I Jersey believe, or something? I believe you. I just got not uh, She's been promoting that movie and in interviews has repeatedly said she wants to go back to the Grey's Anatomy show. She Thank loves it, it there. She really wants to see what the writers are doing with her character now. She thinks it's great. She wishes she'd never left. Stacy. My gosh. Tell her to pick a personality already. Come on. This is unbelievable. I mean, you don't see that T.R. Knight groveling to come back, and that guy's done absolutely nothing. Well, I think the fact is, he, I don't know, did he leave as much because he wanted to leave, or they just didn't have anything else for him to do on the show, so Both. they kind of said, eh, your contract's up, time for you to go. Both. Okay, it wasn't as much that way for Catherine Highland. They wanted her to stay. Yeah, they, she they, was they, a major storyline. Yeah, they were giving her big storyline. They just had the cancer storyline. They had married her off. I yeah, mean, no, they had good stuff for her. She chose to to leave. She thought she was too good for it. She thought she was going to pull a Clooney and uh, leave the show and be a big movie star. If you're Shonda Rhimes, who runs the Grey's Anatomy, what do you do? Ain't no way. Ain't do you no even way. acknowledge her, or do you just pretend like she's not even around, like she never even asked? Uh, I personally, me, I don't know what they're going to do, but I personally wouldn't allow her on my set again. Really? You think she was that bad? You think that it was that bad? I think that she created such turmoil for absolutely no reason, and I think that this act, this, this reeks of desperation, and I don't think that they need her. They have consistent ratings. I think that if she came back, maybe it would bump them up a little bit for a short time. For a novelty, yeah. But then it would level out again, and then you have the headache of having her around. Uh, because when she talks about it, and when you hear other customers talk about it, they said that they're still in touch with her, everyone's good friends, and they're all, you, you don't believe it? You think that they were pissed at her at the end, that she was being a distraction on the she, set? I think she was becoming a distraction on set, yes. And being selfish. Oh, absolutely. I don't think they like that at all. Okay, so speaking, if you were Shonda Rhimes, you'd say no ma'am. She's not I'd say back. no. I'd say no ma'am. Well, let me ask point. you this. Since, let's go back to what we were talking about with X Factor and all those other shows. It makes for good TV. It's a good drama to bring an actor like that onto the, back onto the show. It's good. You said it yourself. Even if it's just for a temporary spike in ratings, it's good for ratings. It's good for ABC. It's good for a show that, as you said, was in, is in its eighth season now, going into its ninth season, and it could use a little a little boost. And speaking of season nine, it seems to me like season nine is going to be the end for The Office on NBC one way or another. Oh, I hope so. It's horrible now. It's not horrible. It's, it's a bad. different show it's now. It's not horrible as in like, you know, are you there yet, yet Chelsea. Oh, but God. But it is, it's not good. It's not even, it's a shell, not even a shell of its former self. Well, Stacey, not a lot of shows can just have their main star leave the show and they'll just shake it off and keep on going. 
But they think they did that. They did that. Oh no, I don't. They didn't. No, see, now you're misunderstanding. I think I, I've read some of the interviews done by Paul. Was it Paul Lieberstein uh-huh. who plays Toby? And he uh, is also the one of the writers and the showrunner for The Office. Yeah. He's the first to say, this is a different show now. We're not going on as if Steve Carell was never part of the show. This is a new show now. It's no longer about his character. We're focusing on all the other ensemble characters, and we're setting up different things. But here's the problem, is that for nine or eight years or whatever he was on the show for, they never, they, they didn't do good enough with the other the ensemble they didn't focus on well enough so to, that just in case he did leave that they would be able to hold the show together because they put so much focus on Steve Carell's character that, that when he left it left too big of a gap to fill absolutely I, I totally agree with you on that and I think that they're starting to realize that and the ratings certainly aren't what they were in its heyday they're again though we NBC. talk about but again we talk about it as a show I mean what shows ratings going into its ninth season are as good as it was in its prime it doesn't happen no but Grey's Anatomy is still getting eight nine million people yes well, and what's the option about six six but and a half not, if that on a good on uh, a good day when and playing. I know they brought in James Spader to pick up some of the load and you know what I think he's tried yeah you know he's basically played his James Spader character which would be kind of like a creepy odd kind of. Yeah, I've seen him on three different shows now doing And he plays the same guy. And that's cool. You know, that's kind of funny. But uh, it's not the same kind of show. And let's put it this way. If this was the show back in season one, would it have been a hit? No way. But I will say, it seems that no matter what, next year would be probably its last season. Because first of all, you have uh, the girl that plays Kelly on the show. What's her name? Mindy something. Mindy Kaling. Right, who's an executive producer and a writer. She has a new deal over at Fox Television, so she's probably going to leave after this season right. to do her own show there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said that a lot of the cast is unsigned going into season nine, that, that John Krasinski, even though he does nothing elsewhere, is thinking about just doing movies he's, now. He's bit parts in movies. Well, he's in that movie now with Drew Barrymore about the whales, Yeah. which I'm sure is, is great. And, but I guess the big thing would be that uh, Dwight... Uh, what's his name? Rain Wilson? Yeah. Uh, he's getting his own spinoff show starting mid-season next year. Supposedly. Obviously, the deal isn't made yet because they haven't confirmed it altogether yet, but the, that's the rumor, and I just don't understand that. How do you spin off a character in its ninth season? I don't understand that. They spin off Frasier after 11 years, and the same thing after with Joey. After the show Joey. was over. After the show was over. Well, they're but I trying think to carry that show and The Office. Oh, I don't think they would. I think if they do this new spinoff, then they're saying that's it for The Office because... It's one thing to get rid of Steve, to lose Steve Carell. You can't lose him and Dwight and then keep the show going. Those are the two top characters on the show. I think that what they should have done is maybe spawn the character a few years ago if they want to do it. I think the popularity of The Office is, is not high anymore, and I think this is a bad time for them to do that. Well, yeah, Stacy, you know what I'm thinking of? Because right in the middle of award season, we've had the People's Choice and the Golden Globes and the Screen Actors Guild and whatnot. And, of course, coming up soon... This month of February is... The Oscars. The Academy Awards. I like to refer to them as the Academy Awards to show yeah. the respect. No slang. Okay. And with, with host Billy Crystal... See, this has been a BS Factor tradition for as long as we've done BS Factor, minus our hiatus. Minus our hiatus. Uh, where we live podcast the Academy Awards... Yay! <laughs> Stacy always enjoys it. I do. We keep the microphones rolling on us as we watch the Academy Awards. And then afterward, and we just make our usual comments as if the microphone wasn't there. We snark, we make sarcastic comments to each other as we're watching the show. And then after it's done, 
Stacy takes that four and a half, five hours of tape. <laughs> Uh, and she edits it down to less than an hour yes, of, our, of our highlight moments of things that she thinks are kind of funny. Yes. So what we're at, so I'm thinking we're probably going to wind up doing that again this year, aren't we? I think so. Absolutely. We don't. We only do this once a year for the Oscars. We don't do it for the Emmys, which we should because we talk more about TV than anything. We probably, but we don't. We, probably should. we don't do it for the Golden Globes. We don't no. do it for any award show except the Academy Awards because that is, well, as David Letterman would say. In Hollywood, Oscar is king. And you know what? In BS Factor land, Oscar is... Well, it's it's an award. Yeah. But nonetheless, that's what we're going to be doing. So, for you BS Factorites out there, hope you enjoyed this one. We'll do another BS Factor in a couple weeks. And then, in March, very first week of March, it'll be the BS Factor Oscar special. I'm excited, Ben. I know you are. Where can the people hear our BS Factor and our Oscar special coming soon? You can come back here, where you hopefully have found us, at bsfactor.podbean.com. Now, what if they don't want to go to a webpage? What if they just want to cl- click onto their iTunes? Can they get it through iTunes? You can go to your iTunes store, go on to BS, type in BS Factor, and then subscribe, so all of the new po- new podcast episodes will pop up right there. And that's completely free. Absolutely. Okay, we wouldn't charge for this. No. And, obviously, now you can go to our... Um, our my, sister blog. My my blog, idolbethejudge.blogspot.com, and you can also link from there our podcast. So not only can you get Stacy's American Idol commentary, but you get the uh, link right to BS Factor as well. Multifaceted. So you know what? There's no reason for anyone in the planet not to be listening to the show. There's a million ways to get to log on to us. Absolutely. Would you agree? I and agree. again, we're, Amer- we're the world's greatest podcast anyway. People have already proven that. Yes. Stacey, have we accomplished anything? Sure. What do you say we, we start all over and we pretend this all didn't happen? Yeah, I already forgot about it. I don't even know what we talked about. No. Oh, God, now I remember the Christina. Oh, no, now no, I got no. I got to go wash no, my no, mind no. out. So I got to, you know what, I got to take, like, an nasal spray to, like, clean my brain. Stacey. Ben. It's been fun. Say goodbye to the people. Goodbye. And this has been for the BS Factor. Later. Later. <laughs>